Warning, the following podcast may contain spoilers. It may also contain content too frightening for people with a weak disposition. If you're too frightened to carry on, we suggest that you go and listen to some soothing music, light a candle and hide underneath a blanket. If you're ready to carry on, follow us into a world of 100 horrors. You are listening to... Welcome to 100 Horrors, the podcast that is trying to find the best 100 horror films ever. Bad first step, we got a poster from Menkind, which is a shop in the UK, and we're uh, trying, to, <laughs> trying to work our way through it. It's one of them posters where you should watch all 100 horror films and scratch them off as you go along, and uh, so far they've been terrible. A lot of them have been terrible. A lot of them have been terrible. A lot of them have been terrible. Tonight, we're going to be talking about the 1960 film, Village of the Damned. Damn. Directed by a guy called Wolf Rilla. Damn! <laughs> Village of the Damned. That's uh, directed by a guy called Wolf Rilla. If that ain't a rap name, I don't know what is. What's the synopsis? Well, I'll tell you if you'll just give me a second. Everyone in the small town of Midwich, a very British little village, Midwich. Um, falls asleep one day. If you cross the county line into the, into the village, you just fall asleep. Um, several months later, every woman of childbearing age is suddenly pregnant, including people who claim to be virgins. The children that are born out yeah, I know, right? The children that are born out of these pregnancies grow very, very quickly, are capable of mind reading, and can even force people to do terrible things, but with the mind, not with a small knife like Paul does. Like swearing that scare factor. The scare factor. can't think of any puns, to be honest with you. Uh, population Paul. <laughs> Three. Uh, really small town Rob. <laughs> uh, six and a half. What? And I've gone with a one. Oh! I hated it. Hated it. I must have been in a bad mood. I'll be honest with you. I've written down 0.5. I disliked it that much, but then oh, I reflected wow. on what I've given ones in the past, like the crow and stuff, and it's about the same, I would say. Oh, you'll so. have to give less than a one. Yeah, it's multiples of five, isn't it? Multiples of five. Well, so zero to ten. Wow. Zero to ten. We'll Bad. start with a high score first. Why a high score? Yeah, why you know, I'll, say, I'll say this now. You're not alone because IMDb, 7.3. What? Yeah. I thought it was just, uh, it was quite creepy. I thought the intro was really creepy where suddenly everyone just starts collapsing. Yeah. Um, it's quite quite unnerving. And I think when films are in black and white, they're already a little bit frightening. I agree. Um, so that helps. Um, felt very British. Oh, one of the most British. We're, we're all British, yeah. And that was too British for me. Yeah, it's like a caricature of of, of Britain. Um, the so basically, uh, if we explain the story, I wasn't listening. Yes, we've gone over the synopsis, <laughs> but you can you can carry you on. Find out why in a couple of weeks, probably, Paul, <laughs> <laughs> or next week, Paul. <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah, one one thing I've noticed is we've stopped explaining scenes. So if you want to explain a scene, you go for it. So uh, basically, the intro 
everyone just suddenly collapses out the blue. And mm. uh, it's uh, where's it set? Where, Midwich. Where's Midwich. Midwich. Set? Um, I had a look. It's uh, when you the, the actual coordinates that the army give out is like it goes to a um, little village called like. Uh, wood Woodneatham, somewhere like that. So it's like Middle England. It's, it's to- Forest. Tory Britain. It's uh, Tory Britain. Yeah. Oh, good. Um, so where was it going? Oh yeah. So like basically, it's uh, when's it? Is it sixty? Nineteen sixty. Right. So it's this little vill- what I thought was like a Yorkshire village, but obviously it's not. But it's still <laughs> a time period where uh, they've got big sinks made of porcelain. Them. Too big. There was a couple of Yorkshire people in it, though. Yeah, that's what I thought. Policeman there was a was policeman. Not. I wrote down the quote that he says. Oh yeah, there's a policeman asleep on the. No, there's a bus full of sleeping people, isn't there? And yeah. the the only Yorkshire person in the whole thing goes, "All right, I better have a look." But even that was quite posh <laughs> the way he did that. So uh, yeah, they all collapse at the start, just out of the blue. So then there's like sinks overrunning and like an iron burning a dress and that, and. Um, the one scene was actually really clever and I, you, I wouldn't have thought about it. Um, so basically, if you step over the line um, mm. while everyone's sort of collapsed, you will collapse as well. And I thought it was dead at first. I thought you died. Yeah, so that, yeah, that, I that, did, I did. that made it even more creepy. But if you cross the line, you die. So basically, uh, this guy is like, Send a plane over. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. Get the aeroplane. That's a good idea. Uh, just bring it down a bit, but if you feel funny at all, then make sure you pull up. If you feel like you're going to faint, pull up the instant you think you're going to faint. So obviously the plane crashes. <laughs> yeah, it's so fly it's, the plane yeah. in the past. Oh, bother. Um, so that, that scene was brilliant. Um, yes. It no, was so but, good. It was so good. The same plane crashes used in a film three years later. Oh, really? Just recycled the footage. Yeah, I, I didn't write down what the film was called, but um, so <laughs> it's it's not. It shouldn't be glorified, but it's also funny to see the hysterical woman getting struck. <laughs> you shouldn't do it, but it was quite funny. Absolutely not. There is a. There's you a definitely moment, shouldn't do it. There's a moment where one of the uh, tele- <laughs> telepathic children is uh, like using his mind control to affect his mum, isn't he? So he, so. His mum had like served him some food or something that he didn't like. So he um, forced her to pour scalding milk over her, over herself. Or so, it was something yeah, like that, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. So she was hysterical and like there's a nurse trying to calm her down and stuff and grabbing her and the husband just walks in <laughs> without even, without flinching <laughs> across the face. Yeah. <laughs> she, she instantly calms down. He doesn't even like apologise. Like, he's done it before. What a time to be alive. Yeah. Um, and the David actor was very good. All the kids are really good, actually. Yeah. They were creepy. They were very yeah. good, yeah. Apart from the only thing that sort of ruined it was um, so the, their eyes glow uh, at, at times when they're like controlling people. Mm-hmm. And the effect for that was really bad because it was just a photograph. But then obviously that's a, you can't help that. Yeah. Sometimes it was a photograph and then sometimes it was um, a split screen. So a half photograph and then yeah, half and a movie that. actor. Yeah. Um, but you can't, that can't be helped. No, it can't. For 1960, it wasn't bad. Um, I, don't, I don't know if people are going to be interested in this, but uh, the way they did that is they took the negative of the film, cut it out and put it over the initial film. So that's how he ended up with the glowing eyes. Paul. Oh, what a very passive film. What do you mean passive? Go on. Nothing seemed to happen. Nothing seemed to happen. Absolutely. Very wordy, isn't it? Nothing seemed to happen. I thought um, it It looked like a film that was made by an American with the idea of what English every day uh, British English life is like. Funny you should say that, Paul, because this initially was written by an American uh, really? and it was set in America and the uh, Wolf Rilla, who's a German, um, got hold of it and rewrote it for British audiences after. This is uh, based on the Midwich Cuckoos, isn't it? That's right, yeah. 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 So, uh, it, it, Which like, is a book. 
Yeah, I haven't read it, unfortunately. <laughs> but it was... Uh, Paul, can you turn that football down, please, Paul? <laughs> Paul's watching football. Is that football what you football on? He... What's the score, Paul? Well, it was one, uh, two, one, Liverpool. High-scoring game. Look at that. Right, good. Oh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, so... It sort of rung a bell when I uh, I saw Midwich because uh, Sky just did a, a series on it. And have you seen the any of the trailers or anything? No. There's a child on there with the biggest head in the world. <laughs> it's either a massive head or like the hair tiny is body. huge. Could be a tiny body. <laughs> and it wise, I was like, oh, watch that. And then it, the, all the shots were, she's obviously the replacement for David. All the shots are of her face. And I'm like, that looks ridiculous. It looks like, uh, like a crash helmet hidden under her hair. <laughs> Well, it, might, it might be. Is, is it just the wig is giant? It, yeah, either the wig's giant or the head balloon. She's got a head shape like a light bulb. <laughs> this is where we're going to do some research and she's going to be a differently abled actress. <laughs> and then we're going to get in real trouble because <laughs> of this. all this out. I'll tell you what we skimmed over, boys. Tagline. And it's a good one. It's a doozy. Hang on. Sorry, go on. We'll, we'll get back to you. It's a bit, it's, it's, we're peppering it with other little challenges. The size of that. What's the... <laughs> bloody hell. That's a big eed. That's, that's mostly hair. That. Stick that on the Instagram. Like Marge Simpson. Uh, we've skimmed over the tagline before you get into some more critique, Paul. Well, I've only got one more thing. Oh, go on. You, you say your thing. Everyone's very calm about, about what's happening. No it's one's Britain. losing their that, shit. It's Britain in the 1960s. And Keep calm and, the last and carry on. Bit, yeah. uh, squash the little mind-reading blonde bob wig wearing posh Ah, no, oh, you can't though, because like see. if you try and squash them, they can read your mind, so they'll know instantly that you're gonna a you're brick, gonna bash them. A brick wall. Yeah, at the end. Of a brick wall. Um, so the the final scene, the dad, uh, he's played. Is his character called George? Um, he realizes that these kids essentially we glossed over the fact that the kids are like aliens. Uh, the they're, they're not from this planet. And um, they can read his mind, and he's teaching them all in a school. And he realizes the only way to kill them. Is to be a suicide bomber, and he gets a bomb, doesn't he? And he's he's hiding the bomb under his jacket, but the whole time he's thinking of a brick wall, going a brick wall. I must think of a brick wall ahead of his time. A brick wall, and then um, suddenly the characters go, "You're thinking of a brick wall," and the panic, and he explodes the bomb and kills himself and them as well ahead of his time. He's well, find out in the trivia when suicide bombing was invented. Actually, <laughs> um, okay, taglines. Um. Um, Damned if you live in this village. <laughs> um, ooh. D- uh, don't know. It's, it's uh, soon to be upgraded to a town. <laughs> town of the Damned. Recently seen on Hamlet of the Damned. No, the tagline is... Beware the stare that will paralyze the will of the world. Village Ooh. of the Damned. That's a good one. That, that is it? a good one. Yeah. Actually, it'd be British, wouldn't it? So it'd be, beware the stare that, that paralyzes the will of the world. Blimey. Something like that. Out now. Out soon or whenever you want. Um, yeah, so I give it a one. Not a lot happens at all. At all. Um, it's very wordy. So it starts off cool. Everyone's fainted in the village. And then after that, they have a good chat about how everyone's fainted in the village for 30 minutes. And then the children attack a man. So they all talk about that for 30 more minutes. And then the film ends in a suicide bombing. Trivia. Yes. I have to say, terrible trivia again. Awful trivia. There was a few gems in there, such as this. True or false, for the close-up shots of the children's where their eyes were going to be superimposed on them, 
their heads were clamped to keep them still. <laughs> yeah, true. True, definitely. No. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> What made you change your mind suddenly, Paul? I don't know. Yeah, the heads were clamped. I don't know why, because they used still images as well, so there was well, no need what, to clamp the heads, was why, it? Yeah. Crazy. Did you say they were going to try it, though? Uh, I d- well, I didn't find out anything about that. I just said that the heads were clamped in place. Well, I don't know. Moving. I don't know either. Uh, true or false, we mentioned the American uh, writing. There's actually two versions of this film, two cuts, one for a British audience and one for an American audience. So they differ very slightly. Interestingly, so does the novel. Uh, the American novel is different to the British novel. True or false, the American version doesn't have the glowing eyes because it was deemed too scary for audiences. True. False. False. It was false, but based on a truth. The British version doesn't have the glowing eyes in it because it was deemed too scary by the BBFC, the British Board for Film Classification. They wanted to give it an A rating, which basically A is like... um, Anyone, any child over five can go and see it on their own if they want. Um, but parents have to warn them ahead of time. So they took that out so it wouldn't be given an A rating. How so. would you know that your parents have warned them? Sorry. Has your parents warned you about this? Has he coming in? Has your dad told you about this? Has, yeah. he, has he? There's a man who shotguns his face off in this film. Are you sure you're going to see it? Yeah. It was the 1960s. They just lived through the have war. got a letter. Yeah. Oh, that was a good scene as well. That was in my notes. A really good scene. Which was? Go on. The old uh, shotgun one. Yeah, there's a scene where one of the children, one of the telepathic children, uh, telekinetic children, forces him... Well, there's two really good scenes where he forces a man to shoot himself in the face with a shotgun uh, and while a lot of other adults stand around and don't do anything about it. <laughs> and then an angry mob gets together ready to burn the children and they force the man to burn himself to death. Um, true or false? Bit of a cursed film, this one. Of the 12 children in the film, five of them died before they hit 40, 40. False. Uh, false, there was more. Yeah, that's what I think. False. Falsey, falsey! As far as I know, none of them died. I just made that one up. And that's it for film <laughs> trivia. But we can't just have three because that's not enough. So I thought we'd raise everyone's spirits and have Suicide Bombers <laughs> trivia. Trivia, trivia. Get ready for your minds to be blown. Get ready for your minds to be blown. Yeah, are you ready? Here we <laughs> go. Off you are yeah. that joke because yeah, you haven't landed on that joke yet. Yeah. The very first suicide bomber killed nobody. The very first attempted suicide bomber. Yeah, killed true. Nobody. I bet he just he misfired or something. I think he blew himself up too early <laughs> on the way on the bus on yeah, the way. Too there. excited, but no, <laughs> too, oh, I can't wait to get there. <laughs> The very first, a lot of the first suicide bombings were very, very successful, actually. The very first That's one, good. Yeah, no. the, the very good. first suicide bomber killed Tsar Alexander II of Russia. That was the first one in about 1881, went and blew himself up. Did you know there was no actual suicide? I've been doing a lot of research on this on my work laptop, actually, so I'm going to have talks tomorrow when I get into work. But yeah. um, the very f- uh, the, the first suicide bombing to deliberately target civilians was 1994. So we went from 1881 to 1994 wow. before someone went daft. It was all political killings <laughs> before that. Hmm. Final one uh, from me. There is one recorded incident of a suicide bomber surviving. Uh, no, oh, there'll be more true. than that. True. What a classic. 
clown. So yeah, go on. But he it was is really funny. embarrassed. Right, it's very dark in here. Yeah, the, his a, face egg on his face across the the pavement. Um, I, his name was Ivan Kalyuyen. Ivan Kalyuyev. Sorry, He's, uh, the Russians loved it to start with. Uh, he killed the the Grand Duke Sergei Alexandrovich, um, but he didn't die himself. It just really hurt. <laughs> blew himself up and it blew him across the room but it killed his target so he could just do another one if he wants that's your suicide bomber huh. trivia <laughs> I don't want to die I don't want to die but at least I won't die like that um there's a, a few deaths one man burns himself to death um after the children force him to one man shoots himself in the face and Another one commits a suicide bombing on a on a room full of children on a school in a room full of children. Yeah, you'll have to go with that one. Yeah, it's the most glamorous, isn't it? Yeah, it's what However, the nation wants. Uh, I wouldn't want to kill anyone else, but a suicide bombing be a good way to go, wouldn't it? Yeah, nice and quick. <clears throat> well, it depends because a lot of suicide bombers your head comes off. Yeah, your head comes off. There's a very famous photograph of a suicide bombing aftermath, and you can see the bomber's head in it in a yeah, tree. Now, if your if your brain does live for 11 seconds after it's been cut off, you get to experience your head flying. Yeah, off. exactly. It'd be brilliant. It would be brilliant, actually. Whee! All right, suicide bombing. Uh, what would you say at the funeral? <laughs> what would you say to them at the funeral? <clears throat> it went out with a bang. Oh, oh you got a massive bingo there. Hang on, let's. Uh, that was both Miss Evie Suter and Mr. Lee Smith got in touch to say at least he went out with a bang. Well done, you guys. Um, if you do that, I'm going to sue you. Yeah. Oh, sue. 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 Yeah, yeah. So don't press that yeah. button. I'll sue you. Yeah. Good. Suicide. Um, <laughs> Atomic kitten. Good, at his funeral, play atomic kit. Imagine suicide with an atomic bomb. Be nothing left of you. We're going to have to crack on because of the lads. There's lots of suicides and entrees <laughs> to our this. <laughs> the lads and lasses have come out in their droves. Uh, I sat down after getting home today, um, after doing my Sunday sports, and I, I got home ready to write this thought, right, half an hour. Here oh, we go. why do you have to die? No, mate. <laughs> oh, you got another bingo! Yeah. Uh, but we'll cover that in a minute. But anyway, I was sat here. So many people got in touch. It literally took me two and a half hours to write everything down. Uh, not that I'm complaining. Thank you, everybody. It's nice to see for so many people in the Oh, oh another bingo! Yes. Here we go. Mr. Matt Topping got in touch to say... He bombed. <laughs> Mr. Matt Topping got in touch to say he was armless, really, and legless, and headless. <laughs> By the end, he was bang average. Very good. Just, um, there's a grenadine available. Oh, good. Yeah. Grenadine. Very good. Grenade. Yeah. 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 Uh, new new contributor, Shelly Kirby. Hi, Shelly. Hello. Hello, Shelly. Got in touch just to say. Kirby. Just got in touch to say, killer outfit. <laughs> <laughs> You're under a vest. <laughs> Suicide. Oh, that. Yeah. yeah. Best one so far. Oh, good. Thanks. Yeah. What, better than Shelly Kirby's? Yes. No. That's, well, she won't be getting back in touch, will she? Uh, Mr. She's David, crying now. <laughs> Mr. David Mills of David Mills Ceramics got in touch and gave us a full eulogy here. Said he was such an explosive character, always blowing up at the slightest transgression. But everybody loved him. Loved him to bits. Everyone wanted a piece of him. And that's what they got in the end. They couldn't see for the, see for the mess he'd made. Oh, very Lovely. Yeah. Lovely. Um, Mr. Callum Langford got back in touch to say he was such a sceptic. He always had to see for himself. 
Miss Ashley Haynes also <laughs> went with uh, went out with a bang. V Light got back in touch on Instagram. Hi V to say hope he rests in pieces. Mm. Very yeah, nice, good. very topical. Yeah. Um, new contributor, Mister Jay Connell. Hello. Who, who listens with his son Max? Hi Max. Hello. Got in touch to say um, he was loved to bits. He would be blown away if he could see everyone here today. <laughs> Mr. Daryl French got in touch to say he was always so self-destructive. A oh, cut God. above horror reviews got in touch to say he died how he lived explosively. Mr. Bracefelders got in touch to say he really knew how to light up a room. <laughs> <laughs> I hope this sadness blows over soon. <laughs> Our cousin Ashley got in touch and just said, Bon voyage. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Mr. Nick McCauley got in touch. Wanker. I can read you one out, but it's going to be the longest bleep track we've ever had because there's no way it's making it to the radio. Go on then. Do you want me to read it? Might as well. <laughs> it's our pleasure. Please bleep it. Um, hang on. Let me load it up on Insta. If anyone wants to know what it is, he compares a fiver. <laughs> Subscribe to the Patreon and we'll just say, we'll screenshot you what Nick said. Ready to bleep? Here we go. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> It's not on that, Nick. That's too much. That's too much. But then after that, he got back in touch to say, to say join us for drinks afterwards. We'll be serving kamikazes. Oh, very good. Mr. Phil Saunders also sent in a full eulogy. Uh, he got in touch to say, oh, no, I'm bloody hell, I'm all over the Book's place. Book's out now, by the way. Yeah, Mr. Phil Saunders. We'll get it. Recently published author. Uh, we've got his book. It's very good so far. Uh, got in touch to say, and to end this service, we're going to listen to a song by his favourite band. He loves Sinatra, Sammy Davis Jr., Dean Martin. Yes, he is the backpack. Uh, I mean, I mean, rap pack, rap pack. Very good one. Uh, Mr. Patrick Jordan got in touch to say he knew how to make an entrance. Give me back my action movie, said. I never believed him when he said he had such a, a short fuse. Bloody hell, I butchered that one, didn't I? Mr. George Martin got in touch to say, are you going to work? Ah, dynamite. Ah, good one. <laughs> good. Dynamite! <laughs> I'm dynamite! Mr. Danny McArdle got in touch to say he was always such a blast. The Horror Community News, a new contributor who share a lot of our stuff on Instagram. Hello, Hello boys. Hello, you. gentlemen, sorry. Um, who shares our stuff. Said, oh, bloody hell, this is a long one. He was a great friend of mine. His dream originally was to decorate and paint the interiors of houses. That dream did come into fruition, but not as he thought. <laughs> then he got in touch to say... You always said that you wanted to be connected with the world and you wanted to be everywhere all at once, but you couldn't figure out how. You've done it now. <laughs> I had to think about that first. And finally, Mr. Josh Whelan got in touch to give me one of the hardest ones to say yet, saying they were always Harry carrying on. Harry carrying on. You know, Harry Kiri, where samurais had gut themselves oh, and saw yeah. and that's suicide. That's that Josh. Uh, that's a puku. I don't know. These these all sound like sex things to me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Right, okay, final scores. Final score is a 3.5. Oh God, 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 Puts God. Joint 36 with Gremlins and Scanners. His Gremlins is better and Scanners is just the same. above Basket Case and the Grudge and just below Bad Taste and Maniac. There we go. Okay, so if you uh, are one of the millions of people who are now mortified by how we scored this, please do get in touch on Instagram. Send us your death threats, all that kind of thing. Uh, join us next don't, week. Don't do a suicide bomb, though. Don't do that. Don't do a suicide full yeah. stop. Or a bombing. Either. None of it. Yeah. Um, okay, do get in touch. Uh, sorry, do please do tune in next week when we'll be talking about... Well, it'll have to be Kronos. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll find out why. <laughs> 
It will. All right. Bye. <laughs> See you next week, everyone. Bye. Bye. This has been 100 Horrors. Thank you for listening. Ah!